Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome back to Stories That Shape Us. In this episode, I'm talking about healing and growth and different stages of healing and growth that we go through. Sometimes when you're healing, you might, depending on where you are on your journey of healing, there's so many things that might happen that might feel confusing or feel, um, yeah, f- might feel a bit confusing because you might, you might be wondering what is happening. Sometimes you may be further along in your healing journey. You may have started it six months ago and certain things happen that makes you suggest that you are not as far as you thought you were. And just just to remind you, and you may have heard me say this on the podcast many times, that there are different stages of healing and growth. And there are different things that might happen on your journey of healing that might influence feelings of fear or shame or Different things might come up at different times. New information becomes available to you that needs processing. Uh, d- depending on what's going on in your own life, the stage of your own life that you're in. So, for example, if you're growing, not only emotionally, but if you're growing in your work, if you're growing in your career, in your family, if you're growing in your business, then that's a new phase of your life that will invite perhaps uh, new that will require new coping strategies or require you to use a certain certain coping strategies more than others. So if you are if you are single, say for example, if you are single, but now you're in a relationship, that's a different stage of life. And so if you do your healing in your single season, and now you're in a relationship, lots of things might get triggered in the season of your relationship where wouldn't happen before because you didn't, you weren't in a romantic relationship. And so you, you feelings and thoughts and stuff like that wouldn't have happened when you're on your own. So now you're with someone and everything you might feel like everything that you've learned has been tested because now you, you might learn about boundaries and now you have to learn how to put boundaries in place. You might learn about um, conflict and now you're having to apply the skills of managing conflict. You might learn about communication and now you're having to communicate in a way perhaps that you've never communicated before since your healing season. And so now everything that you've learned you're needing to put in practice so that you can, your relationship can be safe and healthy. You will, you may have learned about your needs, your emotional needs, but now you're having to notice and to explain them to somebody or to invite somebody else to meet your emotional needs or, or indeed even open your, your heart up for somebody to meet those needs. And, and that's why sometimes it might feel like I, you're not, you've not done as much work that you have, but you have done the work. And it's important to know that you have done the work. So when you might have, you might be married and now you have children, 
and you are, you've done a lot of healing work, but now you have children. And so your attachment strategies are going to be challenged. Your um, communication strategies will be challenged. A lot of things will be challenged now that you're a mother. Or if you are, if you are promoted at work, your boundaries will be challenged. Your fears around abandonment or rejection, depending on how the, the workplace is that you have to navigate your leadership qualities will be called into into will be in, in sharp focus and um or if your business if you're growing in your business or your ministry or whatever you're doing just know that because you have done the work in one season and your life has changed and requires new tools and new ideas and new ways to think about yourself and you're having to dig deeper and call on resources that you think you don't have, that you think you don't have. So it might, it might feel like it challenged you. Now, you have the resources. You might have to use them in ways that you've never used them before. But the resources, the strategies still work. You might have to use them in ways that you've not used them before, as I said earlier. So, for example, boundaries as a strategy. You may have done a lot of work on boundarying yourself with harmful people that have been in your life and you have accepted their apology but you cannot invite them back in although you've accepted their apology because boundaries are needed so you applied boundaries in that situation you feel good you've done the work you understand it you're you're accepting of self you've developed a lot of self-awareness and you're happy at the stage of life that you're at but now you've been promoted at work and lots of you're being called on for a lot of things and you know your career is growing and so you need to apply boundaries to the people that you're working with the people that you're managing and so it's the same strategies of boundaries that will work you might have to apply it though in a different way right likewise if you if you learned boundaries and, and learn how to put boundaries in place in relationship with your families but now you're dating Boundaries still work in that relationship and the, the skill that you learned of applying boundaries will still work in that situation. You don't have to sacrifice boundaries or figure out who you are again because you know who you are. You know how to apply boundaries and you know how to communicate them clearly. You know where your line is. Some of the things that you might have to learn if you're dating is or or if you're learning how to set boundaries in a relationship is so what do i want a boundary about myself in a romantic relationship so just you're so you're not learning from you're not starting from scratch you're adding on to what you've known already so you know how to set boundaries you understand what boundaries are you had to figure them out before you had to figure out how you want to be situated with different people and you had to figure out a way to communicate your boundaries clearly and be very clear about the things that you will and won't do. You learned how to say no. You learned how to look after yourself. And now you're, you're applying it in a different scenario. So one of the things to think about is what do I want to boundary about myself in a relationship? So your time, it's the same thing. Your time, and I did a whole series on boundaries on the podcast earlier. So your time, you want to boundary your resources, you want to boundary your intellect, your, your body, you know, different things. But it's the same principle 
of boundary that will apply. So you will now only need to think, so what do I want to boundary in a romantic relationship? Some of the things that might test that is culture, society, your friends, you know, what other people say might test, might test your, um, might test boundaries, but it's the same principle that you'll use to boundary yourself. So whatever season of life that you're in, uh, where, however, that your life has changed or is changing, and it will call for you to use the same tools, the same strategies, you might need to apply them in different ways. If you've noticed that there is a phase of life that you're in and the strategies that you're using seem to not be working, that might be time to, you know, read a book about where you are in your journey, personal development type thing. Stick around on this podcast as we talk about, we have trauma recovery conversations around uh, healing and growth. And when, as you start growing as a person, how do you apply certain strategies? Because I believe that you've been on this podcast since day one, especially if you've been around since day one and, you know, see the, the, the phase that we take, the stages that we take people through. And you're at this place now where you're wanting to learn how to, to get to the, the stage and the level that you're at. Uh, so sometimes you might need a few sessions of counseling just to sharpen those tools, that to, just to get them back in focus again, just to talk through where you are and how to apply them. Um, don't be afraid of getting the help that you need. Sometimes sometimes we feel it, it, counseling will be a long-term thing if you feel like you're at a different stage in life and the tools that you have, you just need to go, you just need to go sharpen them a little bit. You just need to go get somebody to to help you to put them in and use them in the right way. It doesn't mean that you're going to be in counseling long-term. It just might mean a couple sessions of just going to have that conversation with somebody who can hear you and help you reflect in a way that is going to be, is going to help you move to the stage and the place that you want to move to. But the work that you've done before is not going to be for naught. So don't fail. Try not to allow the thoughts to intrude that tells you that you are regressing or that you haven't done as much work as you have done. You have done the work and it has benefited you and will continue to benefit you. So allow that thought to lead and to guide you as you go through the different stages of your life. Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.